Hey everybody, welcome to Would You Stay Tuned from the people over at Fugitive Frames, the same people who bring you newbie Star Trek, maybe you know us from there. But anyway, the premise of Would You Stay Tuned is we take a show, it doesn't have to Mm -hmm. be brand new, it could be any show that one of us know. Maybe it's Mm -hmm. a show that none of us know and we're Mm -hmm. just curious about. We're going to watch the first bit of that show. Might be the first episode, might be their premiere. In the case of this one, Battlestar Galactica, it was a mini series that kicked it off. So, it was like two parts that in total is actually kind of like three hours. So, it's a really huge, big first chunk. Is that how it aired? Did it air in two parts? It was two nights. Mm -hmm. So, it was night one, night two. Because some of the breaks made it seem like it was potentially like a episode break but they spliced it together almost so i guess it was yeah i think it was a two hour broadcast for two nights in a row gotcha okay all right yeah oh okay so that's why it's that long and then this is also the Battlestar galactica that we're watching is from what time period this seems like maybe the 90s this oh, is a 2003 uh, oh, shit. production. 2003. Yeah. Okay. If I remember you, correctly. Isn't there another one? That's um, There was yeah. an original this, Battlestar. There's yeah, the there original, was one from the 70s. JJ, the J.J. Abrams one. I'm kidding. Um, the original 70s show was created by Glenn Larson, who was also known for Magnum P.I., Knight Rider, and Sheriff Lobo. Hell yeah. yeah all very similar guy, to Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. <laughs> so, this is that not guy. that, to be clear. We are no, not no. watching the 70s no. version. We, we, we are watching the Ronald D. Moore reboot. Yeah, and that name is brother, a particular. That name yeah. is familiar. Nope. Yeah, yeah, brother of us. Ronald McDonald. Um, <laughs> no, well, okay. Yeah. Well, hold on. Before we get too far he's, into he's that, brother I, I, Mandy I, I, Moore, I, not Ronald McDonald. Ricardo. Oh, yeah, sorry, Come sorry. On. Come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, he's Roger Moore's brother. Yes, exactly. Roger Moore's son, because he's old. Oh yeah. yeah. I realized right. while talking that I didn't finish explaining the premise. We watched. The, <laughs> we watched the beginning, right? In this yes. case, with the beginning of Battlestar Galactica. And then, based off of what we see, we're going to ask ourselves after discussion: Would we stay tuned? Would we keep watching? Is this a good enough show, or interesting enough show, or curious enough show to you know pique our interest? Is it something that we could see ourselves continuing to watch? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And usually, one of us. One of us has not seen, at least one of us has not seen the show. Right. Yes, yes. Uh, That's that's the whole reason why we can ask the question in the first place. At least one of us would have not seen the show yet. And that would be the person who is most important to answer the question. So, I will say I have not seen Battlestar Galactica in any way, shape, or form. Not this, not the old one. I've never read about it. I never even knew what it's about storyline-wise. Have you heard of Galactica? However, you do at this point know a little bit about Star Trek, which is an interesting way to enter this. Star Trek, I know. Um, But yeah, other than the name Battlestar Galactica, I was like, okay, maybe it's space, clearly. Mm -hmm. And battle maybe there's some kind of battle going on that's as much as i knew <laughs> well we yeah. should introduce ourselves so you're sarah the person i am sarah about. yes yeah i am sarah and you have a watch i'm marvin i have not seen any episodes of battlestar galactica reboot but i'm generally familiar with it and what it's sort of about and like back when it was just airing on sci-fi all the time you would just catch it every so often right yeah and i would never watch a full episode but i'd be like oh look it's edward james almost cool yeah it's and it's then- either edward james almost <laughs> or uh the uh boomer 
I always felt like those were the two faces I was always seeing on screen. Mm-hmm. I see, I see, I see. Boom Howard? Um, uh, before we get any further, I am Ricardo. I've seen it as well. I've seen every single episode of this series. Mm-hmm. Um, and this feels like jury duty. Like when, when they go, you have to yourself and you're like, what do you We're do? trying ah. to figure out why we cannot be yeah. on this jury. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Get, uh, I'm, I'm fucking racist. Um, <laughs> and, uh, uh so- which is well, someone, I'll, I'll someone, just someone yells out during the show jury duty. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, I'll just finish off by saying that me, who like I'm the one talking a lot here, so you might be able to guess that I'm someone who has seen this show um, in, in its entirety. And, You're Dan. Uh, and my name is Dan. Yes, that is correct. I'm Dan. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so actually, when I saw the original, or uh, when I originally saw the 2003 show, um, I really liked it. I came in after it was already all done. Um, mm, okay, which oh, really? is interesting because I the ending is um, a matter of a matter of discussion uh, amongst <laughs> so, its fans. Yeah. So so uh, should should we do this? If there's any spoilers, we'll hold them to the end and then, and we'll make them clear. And also, if Sarah wants to hear the spoilers, because what if she wants to watch the show? Well, I haven't watched it either. So oh, I mean, okay. I think I okay. think I think we should. There's enough, definitely enough in the first miniseries. That I don't. Think yeah, we I need feel to like we don't need to go that. into anything beyond this miniseries. Spoil anything? There's yeah, so much yeah, to talk about just yeah. in the three hours we've watched. Okay. Yeah. yeah three hours yeah. is a lot. Three hours is a dang lot. But yeah, uh, correct me if uh, I'm I wrong, but I remembered that one of the big interesting facts about Battlestar when it first was being produced was that everyone was saying this is the first TV show to kind of fully embrace a digital cinematography workflow. And I think they were like actually trying not to shoot it as if it's film. And they were being like, okay, we're going to embrace the harsh lighting. We're going to embrace that it's good and low lighting. And we're mm-hmm. going to sort of lean into it. It's why nobody like is lit super flatteringly. And that seems to be on purpose. It's almost like a pre JJ Abrams Star Wars, Star Trek look. Actually, uh, yeah, you're kind of right about that. It, like, I can see what you mean. There's like a lot of like light bleeding on the sides. Mm-hmm. He's not like shining a light straight into the camera like JJ Abrams does in the right. Star, Star Trek movies, which is a little obnoxious, but they're definitely not worried about light spill. They're not worried about creating perfect like key lighting scenarios. It's, it's all very harsh. Which is like kind well, of well, it's made to look more realistic than yes. anything. Yeah, and, like, yeah. A lot of the lighting is like created by stuff in the environment. Yeah, like yeah. the Battlestar Galactica hallways are filled with lights on the walls, and that's the only source of lighting for most of it. I think this might have started the trope of there's a light in your helmet, and that's how your face is lit. Yeah, uh, or maybe, maybe not. Huh? Maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> or like, if not the if not the start of it, it definitely like helped popularize for sure. Yeah, yeah, because uh, it does definitely a lot of that too. But yeah, it's it's it sort of How was else like. How would we see them, Marvin? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why that's why they do it. It's like whenever someone's driving at night, there's a weird light source near their lap for some reason. They leave uh, their. their uh, They leave their little those little lights by the mirror on all the time. Yeah, it's always on for some reason. (laughs) My my entertainment console is really bright. I'm well I'm well lit in my car. You're well lit in your car. Okay. Oh, in your car. (laughs) In in more ways than one, if you know what (laughs) I mean. Um, I so I watched this as it aired. I think I think the mini back in the day. 
Yeah. Really? 2003 is okay. not yeah. that far back. So actually, I mean, even though I'm no, the guy, like, it's quote unquote hosting, Marvin. Ricardo's the OG fan here. Wait, yeah, that's, yeah. that's how many years ago? That's 20 years ago. Okay, slow down, dude. Calm down, dude. You can sell how old I am, okay? Marvin's like, oh, it's not that long ago. I'm like, that's I mean, actually that's 20 not years that long ago. ago. Yeah. yeah. 20, 20 years is that. a long time. So, that's a long time. Someone, 20 years I, is a long time. So how someone, did you get introduced to it? Did you just see it being advertised on TV back in the day? And you were like, that looks interesting. Like, how, what was the marketing around this? Like, so, how did they get people to watch it? I think it? It, was, it was the first time I had cable again. Mm. Uh, it feels years, like it was sci-fi's so, Mad Men. You said 2002. Oh, when did you say 2003? 2003 is when oh, yeah, first, the miniseries started. So was this on okay. sci-fi then? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, so I, so I think, I think the miniseries had aired, and you know what? I want to say the first. Actually, I want to say the first season had aired, and oh, then you someone said, yeah. "Yeah." And then someone said, "Oh, this show's really good. It's it's going to start the second season. You should start watching." And then I caught up. I was like, "This is confusing. What do you mean? There's two episodes?" He's like, "Yeah, there's a miniseries, and then the sh- and then the season." And then after I got over or that whole confusion, I it finally, is confusing. yeah, it was back then when when you had Netflix had discs. Oh yes. boy, okay, yeah, and and I caught it right before the new season aired. So like, because it had just it, they had just released it, so people could watch it before the new season. Mm-hmm. And so it, it, this was one of those things and you know spoiler alert i i i did continue watching beyond the pilot i well, would yes yeah. you're the you're one of the people who have yeah. already seen the show so yeah. so i watched the i i rented the pilot i watched those two episodes and you could actually rent that as a miniseries that was its own thing mm-hmm. oh, cool. and then okay. and then season one was its own box set makes so sense yeah. when people watch the box set they're like oh it's oh it's interesting but like I feel we're like starting right like, away in a weird thing yeah. and we don't know what the basis of it is or yeah and you didn't you didn't get to see the the beginning of 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 the thing you just got tossed into it it's that's kind of unfortunate like even in modern day like we had kind of a difficult time trying to figure out how to get this set up to watch correctly (laughs) because it's still hard to parse well i i guess marvin i think if you if you watch it like if you watch it on a streamer if it's available, mm-hmm. I think it, it just it's like labeled correctly on a streaming service. It's labeled yeah, and correctly. also I okay. think I think now if you like buy it like on Amazon, uh, right. they'll, Prime, they'll, like, like they'll the like, full DVD box set was like a regular discounted yeah. 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 something. Yeah. Gotcha. Or yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, I, and I think coming up. I I think also like they took it as like oh it's a it's 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 a good TV movie on its own if you just want to watch the pilot. I don't want to watch right. watching. Yeah, it's a good TV Actually, movie. Actually, it on is. Its own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it went by really quickly um, yeah, when and, we were and watching. Yeah, this. And it's definitely like definitely like a setup movie, like because mm-hmm. you know it does resolve though. So like it yeah. does have a beginning and end. There is mm-hmm. a emotional like resolution of something yeah it obviously they intentionally put a cliffhanger at the end and they intentionally do all this stuff to make you hooked for the actual full series that comes up but it could be its own self-enclosed thing if you never concluded it so that that i think that was part of why it's satisfying it's like it's a good pilot in that way in that yeah you feel resolved but there's definitely a hook to keep going in that way but right. i guess we should we should Talk about what what the heck it even was. <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, allow me to attempt to summarize three hours 
Um, really quickly, because yeah, yeah, very, so very, much, very quickly. In it's fact, a very dense three hours too. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll, I'll go through like the first bit in detail because I feel like it's a little, a little important, and then the rest we can just kind of just start focusing on what we found most right. interesting. So the beginning of part one, it begins with a bunch of text. It says pretty much the long, so a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, yes. there were the twelve colonies of Kobol, which was basically like a settled solar system. And they made a bunch of robots called Cylons that got all sentient and murdery as as robots will do. And after a big old war with them, they declared an armistice and they built a remote neutral space station out in space where they can meet and have diplomatic relations with these Cylons. I guess the Cylons fucked off to space. Yeah. And then the humans kept sending a guy out to this station every year, you know, like, hey, Cylons, if you want to talk, we're here, but got ghosted by the Cylons for four decades. But then after 40 years pass, suddenly... They finally send someone, but it's like this hot blonde lady who's all, are you alive? Who cares? And start taking <laughs> out the guy as the Cylons destroy the neutral base facility. But you yeah, also see not, two that's like that's normal that's Cylons or, or OG Cylons. Oh, yeah. They're, they're also yeah. normal Chrome Centurion Cylons, which are like the current model of the old robot types that they used to have. The toasters. The yeah, yeah, the toasters. Wait, wait, wait. So, so that's a we slur. Should say, we should say oh. <laughs> there's... There's there's three versions, right? There's like the the big hulking robots, right? And then there's uh, the stormtroopers. They have not the been introduced yet. Oh, I thought I, saw, I thought you saw them in the pilot. No, I don't you're not. think I mean, the big guys okay. are in there yet. Okay, I, but, so, I, we just so see the normal looking, the, like the, the six footer, the like yeah, the stormtrooper ones. Yeah, yep. yeah. And then and then the and then, then we have the lady. hot lady. Yeah, or uh, shift shaper, or uh, you're giving model number spoilers, Ricardo. Model number six. Yes. No, the big the big ones are in the pilot. Sorry. No, they're not. I swear they're in the pilot, dude. They're not. We didn't see any really? big ones. No. All right. Well, anyway, I swear. Maybe okay. There might be big ones, but ones, they're not. But, but they're not yeah. bigger enough to see a difference in the what we saw. No, I, I, I'm, I'm looking at the pilot. There's bigger ones in the pilot. I'm looking at it right now. First episode, big ass ones. But they're human size. They're they're like a larger human. They're not like. What do you mean by big? That's what I mean. So. Uh, so, so is there is there a different sorry. old school Cylon that looks smaller than that? Yeah. So the the ones that so I'm thinking of sorry I'm I'm confusing them. I are you talking you about seventies era Cylons? Yep. Yep. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. okay. Sorry. Those aren't there anymore. They don't. Yeah. Use yeah them they're anymore. not. They're not. They're not. They're just like the the regular like a little bit bigger than human ones, and yes, then the Hollywood yeah, yeah, one. They look like Fulgore from Killer Instinct. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Which, but, which is, is not a bad Fulgore, way to go. Fulgore was a ripoff of that. Yes. I'm yeah. I'm a little disappointed how easily this this representative was taken by this hot lady. She's really hot. So it also comes out of nowhere. I <laughs> seems yeah. like a schlubby guy. It's like, well, what's going he, on? I don't, he, he's also not even sure if she's a Cylon. So yeah, she's is this like, a dream? I mean, like, that's a legit yeah. question at that time. He's at that there moment. for a job. Like, why are you making out with this lady? I know, like, but why wouldn't know. you? Like, yeah, if, but if, imagine if, if, if your job is go sit at a desk empty with no music or anything to entertain you for like 10 hours or whatever he doesn't the even fuck. have a Game Boy. <laughs> but then instead, in comes a hot person who's willing and ready to make out with you. What are you going to do? Yeah. Also, considering that, like, yeah. this is probably not a ideal gig. They probably got the lowest ranking, schlubbiest guy who could qualify to do this. Exactly. Yeah, this like, guy. this is, at this yeah. point, after 40 years, they're probably not 
you know. Yeah, it's just some guy. This guy not, fucked up. He's he's the problem. Well, he couldn't oh, have done. He couldn't have done anything about it. What could he have done? You could have. They're going to like space station. Could he have like lit the fire on the Great Wall of China and said like, now all of China knows you're here. Now all of Cobalt knows you're here. Good. You'll never know. But anyway, she's hot in a '90s way. You know, like in a '90s. She's hot in a very so let me break down her look which i paid very special attention to because it's very early 2000s 90s so we got the the model model skinny we got like thin as a rail very popular back then okay um, sure very little curves. That's very popular aesthetic for that time frame. We have the blonde hair, very also very popular for that time frame. We also have the pencil thin eyebrows, which are now making a comeback to younger people, you know, who want to look like Pam Anderson with the very thin penciled in eyebrows. A very '90s look, but I guarantee um, you, no kid today knows who Pam Anderson is. Oh, what? Yeah. No, no, no. Well, she just came. She's very much in the spotlight right now, but she just came out with a book and a documentary on Netflix. Which, to be fair, though, does, so that's why. But that's why. But that's why in the beauty space, in the young space, that's making a resurgence. The '90s look is making a resurgence. So, right. But to be like fair, the those the especially the Netflix thing is sort of a throwback like it's a nostalgic for people to be like oh what happened to pam anderson you know it's yeah. not yeah, no so but much, i'm yeah. saying that it's um yeah. the trend is cycling again yes so to say everything is in a 30-year cycle yeah um, right. i take back what i said i didn't realize that there was something that recent that about pamela that has been like yes. culturally current so and she's she's been making a lot of news headlines lately yeah so i love i instantly that made me think like okay this transports me to a time frame of like early 2000s, 90s look and aesthetic, which I really liked a lot. Also, because to me, visually, the, what sets the tone for the visual tone for me is that they are very willing and probably can't do much about the fact that it's super like noisy. And by noisy, I mean like video noise. Visually noisy, yeah. Yeah, like there's a lot of video noise, which is like, I guess the video version of film grain, essentially. It's just that mm-hmm. if... The signals boosted too high so that you want to be able to see things. It creates grain. And back in the day, or actually not back in the day, now uh, video noise is considered, and even back then too, I guess, not ideal. There's all sorts of tools. You're supposed to shoot a certain way to not have grain or noise. And there's also lots of denoising tools. But, you know, like like they always say in art school, stuff that's unappealing back then becomes style 20 or 30 years later. And so it does feel like it's the style of this type of shooting in this era where they're like, yeah, it's full of digital noise. And that sort of adds to the aesthetic of the fact that it's sort of like a 90s look at sci-fi in this way. And it also feels like a really like, re- I don't know, I, th- this is a word that I that I use like without much care, but almost reckless VFX <laughs> where it's like, I we like don't care VFX. what our base plates are. We're just going to stick fucking CG models on them. <laughs> I thought the VFX were pretty good for that yeah, time. They, they, yeah, they're good they're for the time, but time, they, very, yeah. they are very of their time as well. It's, it, I think it, I think the VFX feel above TV VFX at the time, but, yes. below, but below movie VFX at the time. 
So it's somewhere uh, yeah, in the middle. I agree with that. So I it but so they definitely put money into it. Sci-fi decided to really put money into it, which is great. It was BSG uh, perfected the like shot in space of a ship in space and zooming in really close yeah. to the ship in space. <laughs> Where's a ship? Oh, the camera guy, zoom in. Oh, but I yeah, zoomed yeah, in yeah, the yeah. wrong it's like, spot. Find the ship. There so it is. Reposition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's classic now. It's very classic. And, way of and also it. like th- this show is, takes a lot of cues from like the West Wing where there's a lot of walk-in talks. Yeah. So many hallway talks. Well, that first yeah. shot, I mean, this is a, that's this first shot, Firefly or not Firefly, Serenity, the movie totally rips off where they're going through the whole ship to try to get a lay of how the ship works. Oh uh, yeah, Serenity, yeah. Okay. Serenity, uh, to- all right. Serenity uh, totally that, does that. That'll get me back into the summary. Um, oh. They are walking through the Battlestar Galactica, which is, oh, Battlestars are their like warships basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Galactica in particular is a very old warship that is being decommissioned and turned into a museum. It almost already is a museum. Yeah, they, they, they're pretty much done. They, like, they already it's supposed built a to become shop. a museum. <laughs> yeah, they are supposed to, you know, they're, they're winding down yeah. um, because it's peacetime and everyone believes it's currently peacetime. Meanwhile, and they won the war. Yeah. Uh, well, a, an armistice was declared. So, I mean, war is over. I don't enough. know if they, they said that if they won. But. One minor detail. So, so we see a lot of people walking around. One of them's a news reporter mm-hmm. and he's got like a, a mic following him, right? I do <laughs> like that. It's like, it is a boom op, but the boom operator's holding the tiniest, tiniest little shotgun mic in the world. It's like the size of like a cigarette. <laughs> they were using all the real mics for the production. They don't yeah. have any to spare, damn it. I, I kind of I kind of like the feel of it, where it's just like, yeah, you still need a boom op in this future, but but the mics are so <laughs> advanced now, they can be tiny. <laughs> no, no, no. It's way more efficient to make paper and then cut off every corner of it. But also, yes, also they had to, they had to pay this. All the memos are making. They had to they had to pay this guy. This is an extra, so like they had to pay him, and they're like, it's hazard pay if he's got to carry the like a heavy boom. So let's just oh, give him yeah. What if it drops it and hits the yeah. guy? Yeah, we'll yeah. put a tiny ass mic on it. Yeah. Uh, all right. So but it's um, a great opening shot. I it, it's like uh, not only technically really interesting, but you get the sense of how Adama interacts with every one of his crew members. He's, he's constantly trying to Adama? practice his speech. Yeah, Adama? I never heard someone say that. Adama, Adama, I guess. Adama, yeah. Yeah, uh, Adama, Adama. Uh, <laughs> you say Adama? <laughs> Adama, but he's like constantly trying to practice his speech and everyone keeps interrupting him. Yeah. But he's not frustrated. He's just like, oh yeah, I have to do this thing. Oh, hey, Starbuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. Uh, we have to do this? Okay, cool. And then I, I will say right now that Edward James almost, I love that guy. I love <laughs> watching great. his yeah, haggard, yeah. tired ass being competent <laughs> and old. Yeah. I just love him. Yeah. Yeah. He's the best. Yeah. He's pretty yeah. good in this role. This role seems made perfectly for him. It's so I think, good for I think, him. I think oh I started God. watching. I think, I think that's one of the main reasons I started watching because there was nobody. Oh, and then the girl in the red dress. And, on, on the, <laughs> oh, the really? Trailers. I think that's the number one reason anybody <laughs> yeah. starts watching. Yeah. They, they put her in all of the trailers. That's for oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> she was the face of Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> yeah, she was. Oh, she was. She was. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, at, right now she's the most mysterious member. You're like, yeah. what is her motivation because it seems like it's not entirely to fight as the Cylon. It, it seems back and forth almost. So it's this would confusing. be a good um, like character to dress up as at like a con or something. There, there, there was so many. I'm sure there were probably so yeah, many. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. <laughs> it's easy to do. Yeah. You just need like a blonde Although, wig and a very sexy red form fitting dress. Yeah, I guess uh, BSG yeah. probably missed like the bulk of like 
you know, like crazy con, like, cause that happened yeah. after 2008 when Iron Man hit. Yeah. yeah. But mm-hmm. by um, the time cons got super popular, Caprica came out and Caprica, and Caprica was, was not nearly as well regarded. That was as a huge PSG bomb. Was. Yeah. Caprica so. was a very differently flavored series. On um, purpose. Set. Apparently. Yeah. 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 More, they did want to deviate yeah. like, you know, drastically from what they had already done. They were, they didn't want to do war drama no more. They wanted to be like more political stuff or more like sci-fi tech, like more quandary stuff on Caprica, the planet. Yeah. Because Ronald Moore said his big regret with Battlestar was that because it's so war driven, like 99% of the audience was male. And he was like, Oh, I'm not that into that. Like I kind of wished, you know, it appealed to more. People. Are we sure it wasn't because of number six? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, well, you know, what if they, they should have had a super hot guy style on too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you never know. You never know. <laughs> <Yeah>. We'll see. <clears throat> yeah. Maybe, maybe find out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess the equivalent of the super hot guy is Edward James almost in this. So that's no, I, mean, I would he, say he I would is say, pretty. No, I would say that Adama's son is is like the, ah, the he's Apollo. He's yeah, yeah Apollo is, is kind of like we have Tom Cruise at home. <laughs> yeah, Apollo. Yes, Dan, that is absolutely fucking the perfect analogy. I could not have said that better. I wow. mean, I, and I don't mean that to really like knock on Adama or like Lee. I, I do like his character. I, I think he's a good character throughout the show, but. Yeah. Uh, should yeah. should we just go like a quick synopsis and then, and then we can get into it because we're getting to like the weeds I feel like the last yeah. thing I touched on was that the Battlestar is being decommissioned turned into a museum yeah. meanwhile Gaius Baltar scientist extraordinary and shitbag yeah. um, <laughs> is in a relationship with number six the hot lady Somehow she's on Caprica, the planet. I don't know why, but um, she is sexing him up, dude. getting all the secrets, um, yeah. infiltrating the shit, and pretty much uh, engineering the downfall of humanity. Because Cylons come and attack all the colonies, everything in, in sight. Um, humanity is wiped out in the nuclear holocaust, essentially, and um, there's only 50,000 people left. Mm-hmm. Period. Yes. And they're kind of scattered and they have to kind of gather each other in one place because the civilians are in one area and the war people are in another place. Mm-hmm. Well, well and- by the end, by the end, you find out that like the Battlestar Galactica is the only battleship that survived. All the other ones. Yeah. The only out. warship survived. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They, throughout the thing, you keep going like, okay, well, the other one's getting charged up. The Admiral's on there. It's going to go And the well. reason why it survived yeah. is because it was so old. Along yes. with everything, everything that were so old. Everything, everything's like uh, analog. Like they still like, everything has cords on it. Like, yeah. It yeah. Was they the intentionally don't wasn't network anything. Up, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was the only yeah. thing that wasn't hooked up to chat GBT. <laughs> I love it, that detail so much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Well, I mean, this is the, the I don't know if like they researched like I, actual like IT security or anything, but that's like air gapping is a real thing for IT security. Like this is how air gapping is a totally different term if you look on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. well, it's it's actually like what actual IT security professionals do to, for really important infrastructures. And that's exactly what happened with Galactica. So, yeah. Yeah. Inadvertently, though, it's not like they were planning for it. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Although, it may sort of in a way, though, because Adama goes, or Adama goes, uh, he, he says, <laughs> he intentionally. That's going to drive me nuts. That's gonna but, drive but, me but he intentionally. Nuts. I don't know why that's in your head like that. They I, I say know. the name so many times. Yeah. But, but he intentionally doesn't trust computers 
so that's it was true, actually that's his distrust oh, yeah, of I computers. I love that detail about yeah. about uh, about Captain Adama or Commander Adama. He's he's great because of how much he hates Cylons. He hates computers, and his room he is hates full Cylons of Cylons and computers. Yeah, like his, he doesn't have fucking computers in his room. It's just like an old library. That's what he prefers, and it's yeah. like it's great. Yeah. Um, I I guess. uh, Sorry, go ahead, Ricardo. I was going to take, um, like one branch of it and then, and then we uh, just, cause there's like three main branches of the storyline, basically. And I was, I was going to just take one and run with it and then, and then we could do the other ones. But so one storyline is, is, uh, is Adama the, is she, is he Colonel? Or what is he, Admiral? What is uh, he? Commander. 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 Which made me, which made me confused because he's a commander, but his son is a captain. And technically, captains outrank commanders. Well, so yeah, in this is, universe, in this universe, my friend. But does his son actually, like, I don't outrank think he him? actually outranks no, no, him no, in, no, in, in, no. in universe. Okay, okay. No, I don't That's think That's interesting. Then. I wonder what their command and, structure is. And also, so. I think, I think, I think it's kind of like the Navy and the Air Force, where mm-hmm. I don't think they're... I think they work in conjunction, but like, I think, I don't know if they're the same branch. I don't know. This is, this is getting into the weeds of, 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 the, yeah, right, of, right. of the, the military, military system that they have. But <laughs> so, so when you, when, um, when the show starts and you know, throughout the show, the pilot, sorry, you see, uh, Apollo. What's his, what's his first name? Lee. 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 Lee Adama. Yeah. And his call sign is, is, uh, Apollo. Mm-hmm. And basically their storyline is that he hasn't seen his dad in years. His brother died in and a training exercise and he blames his dad mm-hmm. and he hasn't talked to his dad since then. And he, he, Lee feels like his dad pushed his brother to be like, just like him, like Lee, but he didn't have what it took, what it took to, to be that like prolific. Right. Yeah. And to he, be something he's not in flight, flight piloting. And he, yeah. And, and he had an accident and he died. And so he, he blames his dad and, and he's, he's holding a grudge and he has to go to the battle star because his dad's basically retiring and he has to be there to like show face and, you know, and, and, and to perform a, um, a flyby, fly, fly, flyby maneuver. Yeah. Yeah. In that storyline, you also uh, encounter Starbuck who was, you find out was his brother's fiance. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And oh, I didn't know fiance. I thought maybe yeah. uh, just girlfriend, but maybe I missed that detail somehow. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That and, makes it more. And Starbuck serious. is not her <laughs> actual name. Her, her name actually was Kara. 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 But they're calling. But Adama calls her Starbuck because he's into books and Moby Dick. Starbuck is the first mate, so yeah. that's why she's Starbuck, I guess. So that must be. I'm assuming based well, on that's her call sign. It's that's her, her call, call sign. sign. Oh, yeah, it's her call sign. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's still all fits, the pilots though. have the call signs that they go by, like <laughs> yeah. alternatively, like okay. um, yeah. Boomer. Okay. Okay. Elo. Gotcha. I didn't realize that was her call sign too. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Right, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And and uh, so the other so the other storyline, Dan. Who, what do you think the, the so like I guess the Cylon and Guys Baltar is the second storyline. The, the, yes. Uh, so. no, number that six and Guys. Yes. For Guys in general. I yeah, like yeah. It, it's general, debatable yeah, yeah. whether or not yeah. six is actually part of this, but yeah. yeah. And then the third storyline is the I would call her the superintendent, uh, right? Well, it's the designated survivor storyline where uh, yes. uh, yeah. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, she's the uh, what's the Ministry of lady? Education? She or, or the, the, the Secretary of Education? What's yeah. the secretary? Yeah. What's the really bad Secretary of Education we had? What was her fucking name? Uh, Betsy DeVos. Betsy Johnson. De- Betsy DeVos, not Johnson. Oh my god. Betsy Johnson. Oh my God. No, Betsy Johnson's amazing. He's a Lady Bird Johnson. (laughs) There we go. That piece of shit, Lady Bird Johnson. So she plays. Was it Betsy or Betty? Oh, whatever. Doesn't matter. 
whatever. Um, she plays Lara Roslin. Right. right. Yes. Okay. Um, Which I think she, is funny because this actor played the first lady in Independence Day, and now oh, she, she did. Yeah, now <laughs> she plays the president. In That's Battle probably Star why Clock. she was hired. She had a good resume for it. To be honest, yeah. They're like Makes you were sense. already almost president. So yeah. yeah. She's like, and, look, oh. I've played president in an alien type thing before, and it makes sense. So. And uh, she was also in Dances with Wolves. Um, oh, okay. And so, so her storyline is that uh, she is she's forty third in line to be president, line, and because of all the the people that are lost in in the, yeah. this attack, she is she is uh, the designated uh, survivor, and she becomes a president by the end of the show. She also has pilot. cancer. She also has cancer, and only so far, only her. Um, not her page. What am I thinking? Her aid? It's like her, her aid, assistant, yeah. I guess. Her assistant, yeah, her aid assistant knows aid. about it. Is his yeah. name? His name's Billy, right? I think yeah. Billy. Yeah, oh, he's yeah. her chief of staff. Yeah. Oh, okay. So more than just an assistant. Okay. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> Apologies to Billy. Um, well, maybe he becomes chief of staff after he. Maybe yeah. she becomes president, and then yeah. she's a chief of staff. So yeah. there we go. This, and yeah. and guys, Baltar's storyline is that, of course, he's kind of. He's not even. I would. Would you say? I. I don't say he's in love with with the Cylon. I would say that he infatuated. Infatuated. He's more like lusting over the, this girl. Yes, and, lust. Yes, and yeah. and he, it it makes him reveal some some state secrets. And he's kind of a very slimy guy. Yeah, like he's, well, he's a, a slimy he's a and above slimy. all self serving guy. Like yeah, he is. Yeah. He is nothing if not selfish. Like Which that's is a defining characteristic. He is absolutely the kind of guy you do not want in this position. Like, <laughs> and, and he makes it <laughs> abundantly that? clear <laughs> at the end when he like, goes, "I'm on nobody's side." To his own yeah. hallucination, I know. Goes, but they should yeah. do yeah. like personality screenings. Like, are you? They don't. Have, you, they don't. They're not you know, in a position like, to do that right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but like back before he got this really sensitive, oh, well, yes. crazy job. Well, well, like, that's yeah. You know, let's tempt you with like a random girl, and do you give up your secrets in bed? Like, you know. Oh, well, you failed the test. You don't get the job. Like, I don't know. Just well, they like they clearly weren't on edge or on yeah. Or did they not call references? Like, if you have to work for the FBI, they, like, call your whole they, family. They, 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 they were about to friend. dismantle one of their biggest battle stars. So, I think they, they weren't like, How likely yeah. is Gaius to give up I, I, I don't crazy think secrets? They were, I don't think they were that... They, they didn't think they cared enough to fucking do it. Yeah. Uh, but also, well, look where it got them. So by the end, uh, you so so this is guys' quick little synopsis is that he uh, he gives away state secrets. Oh, and then we should say the Cylon girl kills a baby. Oh yeah, oh yeah, she died for no reason. Yeah, I think. Uh, or, I think well, I I don't think she intends to kill the baby, or rather. No. It's not like a malicious act of evil. What? It's more curiosity. <laughs> yes. I think, yes. I think she meant yes. to kill the baby. To I me. think I think what she is, no, yeah. she she remarks how fragile it seems, and I think she wants to test how fragile it is. Yes. Because she doesn't yes. right. seem to attach. She like snapped it, its neck. Well, I don't think she attaches an emotional connection to that. I think she just goes, yeah. "Oh, that broke. Interesting." I don't know. It's yeah, I don't think she's satisfied by the fact that she's killed a baby. I think she's just like, "Oh yeah, it is that yeah. fragile." Yeah. Yeah, she's well, like, wow. she's a machine. I, I don't think she feels anything. Right, and that's that's kind of what I mean. It's like there's not like there's not. I don't know if I would agree I, with I, that. I don't agree with that. I I, I disagree with that 100. <laughs> because it's I think it's really clear that she has her own obsessions with guys. Yeah, so yeah. I don't think exactly. Well, which fucking number six are we getting? I mean, there's fucking. She said there's how many of them? I don't even know. But it's the same one, one just transfers bodies. Yeah. So. 
Yeah. It's okay. a, it's I thought all, it's I, I all took one. it to be there's multiple of her running around. No, well, so they, there, there are. There are. They yeah, there be. are. But they but, but they okay. all are her. They, so yeah, it's, she it's can like distribute the herself. They're all, they're all one board. Amongst different oh, bodies. Yeah. So okay. that's what that means. And and when one of them dies, they upload whatever they upload their she, their memories. The Cylons, from what I can understand, Cylons are essentially multiple man. So multiple yes. man in the comics can separate into multiple versions of himself, but they can all reform and he regains their memories. And yes. I feel like that's how Cylons work in that each Cylon model be like, is its own Borg collective. Yeah. Yes. A different Cylon could be like, well, I'm going to send this version of myself over there to do this job yeah. and uh, get that information but, back when I need but, it. But it's still, it's still the same version. It's just the different yes. body basically. Yes. And, okay. I did and, not understand that until now. Yeah, It's and, also exactly and, how Naruto works. <laughs> yeah. It, these are all sh- shadow clones, multiple yeah. man, the Borg, all the same. I mean, then <laughs> I, I, I take it back then. Like, I feel like then, I mean, clearly, as we progress, she is different. She's a, well, she's being marked as a different Cylon of some kind in some way, right? Like, she has she feels, weird feelings. She, yeah. She's, she's kind of seems like she's giving Gaius, like, some clues to things. You know? Well, for like, that part, we don't know. that The part yeah. when... We, yeah. we start seeing the version of her that's only in Gaius's head. We actually am not yeah. still not sure whether that's truly her explanation of there's a chip in his brain. My wild theory is that Gaius is now a Cylon. So that's what I think it is. And that uh, she did something to sort of like convert him. Well, she she teases that possibility. We don't know if it's <laughs> true, but she's like, what if you um, were sleeping and I put a chip in your head? Yeah. I mean, so I'll you be know. honest at this point, it's been long enough since I saw the show that I've forgotten <laughs> everything <laughs> about how this plays out. Like there's three, to me, there's three possibilities. It's either he's just straight up hallucinating. Like he thinks her theory is correct. And there is a chip or there's something else. And like, he's either a Cylon now and therefore has some sort of mental connection or, I'm not sure. There's uh, there's a fourth one. Oh. Which is the Fight Club theory, is that he's so smart that he's just giving himself, it's like an alt, like he can oh, almost like think ego. like her. Yeah. Got he's, it. He's, oh. He's so smart that well, he can think like her. Well, that would be the first option. The first option is so. he created so, yeah. this hallucination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, and so. so I'll say this, I, I, uh, since I've seen every single episode and, and I, as soon as I started watching, everything came back and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> is that... Guys, Baltar, I hated him the first episode, and every season was a roller coaster ride. Like you love him, you seriously love him. So, yeah, that, that's but true. The, like that, that is I, something I, I remember yeah. about it. It's yeah. like he's a piece of shit, and he keeps on being a bitch, even when he tries to stop being such a bitch, and then he keeps yeah. being a bitch. Yeah. But then yeah. the thing is, you kind of get a sense of that even in this pilot because you get a sense that he's a piece of shit, but he is genuinely. Very smart. Fighting his inner demons. Yeah, yeah. And he's genuinely like realizing he's doing something bad and he wants to try to fix it, but his way to fix it is bad. You know? Yes, so like, yes, so yes. like you could, he's like, oh, he's like chaotic evil, but not chaotic evil. He's like, he's like neutral evil almost where like his methods aren't necessarily good, but overall he leans towards not being a good guy. Like, but he's, but he seems to be trying to parse what the correct thing is to do, but he's well, also he's, so cowardly. He, he will never. Well, admit yeah. He's anything. a selfish yeah. coward. So yeah. he'll never do the <laughs> yeah. right thing, even though he knows it's what, what's right. Yeah. So uh, he's yeah. also willing to come in public. <laughs> <What>? Well, 
Oh, we don't know how far he got. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't know. You don't know. Um, Although, so, I'll bet he was willing kidding. at least. I'll bet he yeah. was willing. Yeah. I think unless somebody interrupted him, he 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 came very close to <laughs> climaxing in public multiple times. Well, and I was in, shocked. He in there. He in there. Yeah. He in there. Um, and uh, I, I do want to say, like, you do see jealousy <laughs> when she when when the Cylon when the sexy Cylon comes in and she catches him with another woman in bed. Oh yeah, she does. Oh yeah, you, you see that. You see that she's definitely jealous. Even in and, like, even in the her. hallucination version of her at the end, when he says, "I'm I'm on I'm on no one's side," right? Yeah. You, I think it's telling that they cut to her. And they show her reaction shot, which means that she probably is a real thing to some degree, not just a hallucination. If it was just a hallucination, the creative thing to do would be to have her disappear. But okay. they actually make it a, make a, a point of it to show her. So it makes it seem like this is a real reaction because she's not happy when he says that. So I find that really interesting. She's and I think also there's, willing to help him in some way. Yeah, she has an agenda of want. wanting to support him, which is really interesting. And too. then when the, the nuclear or the bombs go off, um, she says, uh, I forget what exactly she says, but she's like, uh, like duck. duck she's or, like, yeah, I'm trying. I'll, I'll, you know, she, she's, she's like, like wanted- protecting she him, him somehow. Yeah. Somehow, yeah, yeah. She somehow him. she she he, she manages to protect him in a way that he actually survives to that. And, and she doesn't feel. See, see, but see, oh, see, I have see, a question for everybody. See, see, see my yeah. wild theory is that she actually he actually dies in that, but she actually can save enough of him to create a Cylon out of him. That's what my theory is. But I don't know. I don't know. For Interesting. Sure. I don't buy it. Interesting. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, I have a question for everybody. Um, yes. We something that model number six kept on talking about was God and religion. Oh, yes. And, and in fact, that's that. actually kind of a thematic thing throughout the throughout this yes. miniseries. Is it ever? People pray yeah. a lot. Uh, the final ceremony the is a religious ceremony, which is interesting. Right. It's like it's a religious military. Yeah. yeah. And it's very yeah, interesting. There's a lot of religious tones. Like everybody is referencing praying. Uh, they're gods of Cobol. Cobol is it? Gods right? of Cobol. Yeah. Lords, the, the, the of, Cobol. Yeah. lords, lords of, Cobol. of Cobol. Yeah. Um. There's a lot of religion and just, but it's like everybody. And Gaius is the only yeah. one who kind of stands out. Even the Cylons, because like she talks about being religious too. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, oh, I'm not religious. <laughs> but she you says know. God, so I wonder yeah, if she, she keeps ha- on talking about God. I think she has a different perception of of a religion than Still the a religion. humans do. I, right. I'm not trying to say it's the same one, but it, even the Cylons and every single person seems pretty religious. Which is, yeah. I found like the themes are so heavy, and I just was really that I found that really fascinating. Like I don't know what to think about it. To be honest, yeah, but at the same time, it doesn't really feel like they're making much of a statement about it either. This is like it's it's a setting. It just is. It just yeah, is. They, yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. built a to world me, where religion, yeah. where like religion, seems to play heavily into their military. But it's yeah. interesting, right? Because it's yeah, the future, it, it is interesting, right? Where you think yeah. that as future and time goes on and technology goes forward, even now you're seeing nowadays less people. They've done surveys. Less people are religious as we move on in time like there's less people that go to church less people that consider themselves religious than they did decade ago two decades ago so it's you would think by the time we're in Battlestar Galactica um, so I would argue would that's religious. only by I would argue yeah. that's only by the conceptions of traditional religions yes I feel like I the concept of new religions or even new like a spiritual or just syncretic beliefs like that that aren't necessarily based in fact are going to keep 
arising as the future comes. It's only religion in, in those things well, and, as well, no, classified. I mean, I, I mean, can I, sorry, I, 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 you just sparked something that I, that I'll forget if I don't jump in. Mm-hmm. You said, I, 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 I'm a hundred percent with you wholeheartedly because think about all the people that are like into like essential oils and fucking crystals. Like, <laughs> right. Like how that, like, that's the new thing that's, you know what I mean? That's, yeah, yeah. And it's, and it is true that like right now, Stuff like astrology and stuff like tarot reading are yeah, that's more always actually, been around though. But they but they are they are yeah. tr- they are more popular right now than they have been in a very long time. I don't know. I was into tarot cards when I was ten years old. That's I mean now as in the like this yeah. you know, few decades. Not like yeah. we're talking about in the span of the scope of like century millennia. Of mankind. In the scope <laughs> yeah. of mankind. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like it's I think because of the way he, so Star Trek is interesting because this is obviously going to make a comparison. Star Trek original philosophy is that as time goes on, religions go away. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that's true because I think there will always be some part of the human mind that has trouble reconciling if it's something is explainable or not. And the human mind tends to move towards something explaining things as being something out of their control. And but I things think, are becoming more explainable as time goes on. But at the, but well, also one the thing more that I want to point out to everybody here is that like we have uh, we have been talking about this framing as like the as BSG is set in some sort of future. Yes, yes, that was. <laughs> But That's also the other Earth. thing. Yeah. This isn't yeah. Earth and it's not our timeline. Yeah. So Right, because like, the big twist is that they want to find Earth, yeah. which in there there's also a religious belief, which yeah, I find yeah. interesting. So is yeah. is it supposed to be like our Earth or is it supposed to be Yeah. I mean, yeah. time could be super wonky. You're right. This could be before Earth, after Earth. Parallel. Yeah. I mean, does Earth even exist? We find out that maybe it like, doesn't. Like, is this a colony that left Earth, then forgot about what Earth is, and are now trying to go back, or yeah. is it a colony that has never been to Earth and are well, just going to well, try to find well, Earth? At, at the end of the episode, I did take notes on this on what the he said specifically. So here, here's a, a thing. So at, at the end of of this pilot, you see a couple things. One is that I'm going to go into one thing that rolled into the whole Earth thing. One of the conclusions is that. Adama wants to fight. He wants to go into the war. Yeah. But the president, oh boy. Rosalind? Rosalind. Rosalind. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yes, yes, yes. President Rosalind says, no, you're not being logical. We already lost the war. It's now Mm -hmm. about surviving. It's now about basically the species surviving. You mean? Yes. And mm-hmm. he finally, finally kind of convinces Make him. Make babies, as she says. Yeah. Everyone, don't yeah. you just feel like having sex and making babies right now? <laughs> and and he I was goes, just like Jesus, lady. Like, and and know. he's he's uh, they find this like like outpost where they ha- there's a bunch of ammunition, and they stop and they're getting ammunition, and and he kind of he's he's in the um, what would you call it though. The war room? The ships? Oh, the central area? Yeah, the it's like, central It's like command. the command center. He's, he's like, yeah, yeah, command center. <clears throat> he's the or the bridge. It's, maybe yeah, it's like it, a bridge. Yeah, yeah and he's close to the bridge. Yeah. And he starts seeing, like, Billy talking to, like, one of one of the one of the officers. To Duala. Yeah, and he sees, like, oh, like, she's right. Like, we have to we have to get out of here and survive. I mean, if you want, I thought that was a, a, a slightly odd thing that that is what sort of changes mind seeing two people flirting. I thought that's a kind of a weird trigger to sort of, is that which made him change his mind? Like, I know I, that's informed, that's um, inferred from that scene, but 
I don't know. I feel like there's something deeper. I mean, right before that, he was adamantly against her. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I, I know. I, I just, I don't know. If they did make, if that's really what they intended, it seems like a very. There's a few things in general. There, I think the old, there's, there's only three criticisms I think I have of uh, the miniseries. I think. Not enough nudity? Uh, well, there, I think there was a good amount, actually. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> no, uh, there was not. <laughs> uh, one was that. Uh, I thought he need. I thought I felt like he needed more convincing to sort of because when he when he decided when he heard of the Cylons returning, he was instantly full war mode. I'm here to kill them yeah, all. Yeah. You know, uh, he so also I feel like one sk- skull in with a flashlight. Yeah, yeah. So I feel mm. like he need, he's someone like Adama needs some good convincing, maybe from a philosophical point of view, because he does seem like a very intelligent man mm-hmm. to change his mind. I find it a little odd that one flirting scene in the distance changes his mind. Also, he you did have his son who was all in on fucking Rosalind. That's true. <clears throat> and like he, he so he was trying to go back and get more survivors and he asked for like like um transporter ships or something? Uh, yeah, um, uh, something rescue pods. 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 Rescue yeah. pods. Disaster pods. Yeah, disaster yeah. pod, which is an yeah. interesting term. Yeah. <laughs> and, but the guy was like only really but no reluctant. personnel. And was nah, like, you only get two because it's you because your dad's going to be so happy to see it back. Colonel yeah. <laughs> Ty is such a jackass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that guy, that I like him too. Dick. I like him too. Yeah. <laughs> he's, a fu- like, he's a jackass, yeah. but he's funny. You like him. Yeah. yeah. I like how and, Starbuck hates him primarily because he drinks. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, she's, we learned she's pretty religious. Um, well, they all are. It seems. No, I know. But like, I, I just felt like. I don't know. I, again, with the religion thing, I, I it, it catches me off guard sometimes. Um, so, so where where I was going with, with the whole stupid fucking Adama thing. So at the end, is you know, he's convinced that they need to go survive and they need to just run and not fight yeah. the island. They just have to survive and, and go. It's like a, it, it instantly turns into the Terminator, which is we're on the run and the action happens while we're on the run. And that's yeah. kind of what that's what hooked me at least. I think it's great though. Terminator. I think yeah. I, I think it's great that because you could very easily write a story about we're gonna fucking fuck up these Cylons. We're gonna kill yeah. them all. It's a Starship Trooper story you could have made. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But instead, he goes for the hopeful method, mm-hmm. which is yeah. we're going to try to find a way to make humanity survive. And I think it makes his character. It, it took his character. I think. I like Edward James almost, but his character seemed fairly straightforward at that moment. But once he starts being like, actually, no, I'm wrong. Yeah. I go, wow, that's a really cool character now. I feel like yes. uh, it's mm-hmm. it's someone who knows more than what his station is and mm-hmm. is willing to listen to others and is a good leader. Uh, yeah. He's going to be a great leader in the show, I feel like. Uh, yes. And at the end, they're mourning their dad and they've escaped for the, for the meantime. They've escaped the Cylons. For now. And He's talking about what the plans are, and morale's really low, you know, because like a lot of bunch of people died, some kids yeah, died. Yeah, the, 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 there's a so say we all chant, and no one yeah. wants to say it. So yeah, right. And yeah. then and then eventually they say it, the so say we all chant. Yeah, and he's he basically like kind of like shits on like everything, kind of like like him mm-hmm. trying to fight things, and like it, mm-hmm. basically he's mm-hmm. like he he gives a good speech of hope, which is and the the notes that I wrote. Is that the fact that they're like, okay, so like in the beginning of time, they broke, 
like our human our species broke up into two like i would call tribes mm-hmm. a tribe that that set up in 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 the what is it the the, the colonies of the, Caprica, the, co- the colonies right? of cobalt colonies, cobalt yeah. yeah and then another tribe that was heading towards earth which was the a 13th colony yeah 13th col- the 13th warrior but it's kind uh, of a <laughs> myth a legend type thing yeah, they're not yeah, really yeah. sure because even because yeah. w- later he's confronted by the president and says yeah. we i was in part of the highest ranks of government and no one ever said earth yeah. is real and because he said he said he said he said um i was uh, like when, when he's when he's talking about earth he says i uh, like there was a, a few few of us that knew exactly the location of earth and that's where yeah. we're headed and like it, i mean it's cool that he's giving them hope as well i think yeah. i think that right they, i agree something. that they at this point they do need some yeah. something to live for but, but uh, it's also like noble because she says, I think she says something along the lines of they're going to really hate you for this because I think she knows that they'll eventually find out. And yeah. I think he's he's immediately willing to take the fall for that. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't mind if they're angry at me because I just want them. I'm to predicting yeah. they won't even have to get there because I think they will find Earth. So well, yeah. and when mm-hmm. they get to Earth, they'll realize that they need to make a big old U-turn because they'll see Donald Trump <laughs> on the fucking things and they're like, oh, fuck, we should have never come. Like the fact that they were like, oh, we got to find Earth. It's our hope. You know, maybe we can live there. And I'm like, turn around. Go well, back. What if they what Earth if they sucks. find Earth and it happens to be the time of dinosaurs? <laughs> okay, yeah. that would be cool. That would be cool. Would be cool. Oh, yeah, and there would kill if, the dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just blast them. Yeah, it's like wait, awesome. hold on. What what era of Earth are we talking about here? Because if we're talking about modern day 2023, turn back around. I promise. It won't be like a dark grim ending. They come death to Earth. But it is a like a far post apocalyptic Earth. Like we yeah, already well, had our they, nuclear they, war. Well, and yeah. they, they come to Earth, and the the universes of Andromeda and our, 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 our <laughs> oh yeah, they they started melting already. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's it's fucked up already. In case people um, don't know, the Andromeda galaxy is actually hurtling towards the Milky Way. Uh, yeah. In like a million oh, years, yeah. they'll start men- yeah. they'll they'll start melting. Uh, and we'll see what the fuck will happen. <laughs> I just want it to be very comical. Like they arrive on Earth and they see like Paris Hilton with her little dog, and they're like, hey. <laughs> and they're like, oh Welcome shit, we need to like, get the what, fuck what, out of here. And they're like, what is this place? Like, I don't know why, what? but instead, like, when you said you wanted it to be comical, I saw them yeah. like getting out of like a ship, and it's the Marx Brothers there. To me, to me, yeah, exactly. hey, welcome yeah. to Earth. Just something crazy. <laughs> We're having. <laughs> and you're like, what? What is this place? Welcome to is this Earth? And they're looking around and like, yeah. what? <laughs> um, uh, so, I love the show, and to be honest, like, I think I'm gonna restart it again. Well, we'll see. Okay, so I really like the show. I, I would say I had three primary problems with it. One was the thing I brought up of his mind changing so quickly. Two yeah. is I actually. When, so we, we skipped over it really quickly, but when they go to the mu- munitions depot or whatever that's hidden in yeah. the nebula, yep. first of all, I, I hate the whole sequence of Captain Adama in there, actually. I think it's really dumb. When he kills the guy? The no, I think one? it's it's like, okay, we found the munitions thing. There's some weird guy here. Okay, uh, Captain Adama is going to talk to him personally for some reason, and then people are going to fuck up. And random thing will explode, throw weird guy and Adama into... A thing they can't open anymore, and Adama is just going to start traveling with them down tunnels. And I realize that it's supposed to be like a device to make sure that one, it shows that Captain Adama is very or Adama is, Adama. Uh, is Adama. very Adama is very like capable as a fighter. 
because yeah. he beats up a, a super strong Cylon. Oh. Uh, even though the Cylon is dying, uh, it's still like impressive. And two, it's to prove that or to to make sure everyone knows that they now know that Cylons can look like humans and mm-hmm. they could be anyone. Right. So that's how they introduce that conceit. But it and- does feel kind of clunky because it's like a weird side story that it's feels like it's just thrown in. It doesn't. Yeah. It feels really clumsily added. But it does. I mean, serve granted, there are a lot purposes. of moving parts in these two parts here. Yes. So I I think it's also it's like somewhat unbelievable that his like jump his conclusion immediately, despite never having seen a Cylon like this before, is that he is a Cylon. I was like, how do you know that? How, how did you figure that out? That's yeah. kind of crazy. This does lead to a couple things. The the third thing I think it leads to is that they realize that. Because because they get together, so uh, guys Baltar, mm-hmm. Adama, and uh, the XO, I forget his name, Tyrol, Ty, yeah, yeah, Drunkman, Ty, yeah. They all get together, and the and guys tells them, oh, they look like humans, but they also like there's nothing in the their insides that tells us otherwise. They they only know until they're like burned and cremated. Then that's the only way we can find out. Yeah, and they they basically go, hey, keep it keep it hush hush, and find a test. That we could that uh, we could administer to find out who else is a Cylon on the ship, and right. by the end of the episode, they find out that one of the reporters is a Cylon as well. I have a question: Did he just bullshit that, or did he make an actual detector? We I'm don't actually know. Not sure, we don't. It's not. <laughs> we don't it's know not in the clear. It's yeah. not because, clear in the pilot. So this is, is a twist at the end of the episode. Let's just bring up this one really quick. There's so many threads, but this one. Yeah. Let's just bring up this one quick thread so that we can go to the super twist at the end, which is so they they have a, a reconnaissance ship. The reconnaissance yeah. ship is run by Boomer. I think that's her name. Uh, uh yeah yeah and uh they go on a little side story where they get stranded on Earth as they try to fix things, but they have to save people there, but they can't take everyone. So they take a few people. That's how Gaius actually makes it to Battlestar Galactica. Actually, she saves him along mm-hmm. with some children and some women. So and and well, she saves him because her partner in crime at the time, uh, Hilo, says, "I'm giving up my seat. You go, Gaius." Yeah, he he does the heroic thing and he gives it to Gaius because he thinks Gaius is important. Yeah, uh, so he's, you're he's an like intelligent the, he's mind. Like the, you will make the, sure we survive. The Stephen Hawking's kind of yeah, yeah. Uh, he thinks but he's w- like without what? being an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> So he takes him, but the super twist at the end, it turns out, is that Boomer is a Cylon. <gasps> so it makes it seem like, and the reason you know that is because when they go, when they accuse the reporter of being a Cylon, they throw the reporter into the empty munitions bay, basically as a prison. Mm-hmm. And when the Cylons come to break him out, he, it is revealed, it turns out he really was a Cylon. So does that mean his detector really did work? Or was it just an incredibly good guess? <laughs> uh, In the pilot, we don't know. It's it's yeah. one of those question marks. That they I, I felt like it meant the detector did work, and he really did uh, do a detector. Mm-hmm. But I guess it's true. There's no like true confirmation. He could just be incredibly lucky. I guess uh, my memory of this is gone. I don't know the actual <laughs> answer to this. Well, that's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah, I can rewatch the show and have a pretty good time right now. I think. <laughs> I'm yeah. almost tempted to do so. I guess my, th- I think this is going to be a controversial one. I think my third criticism is that I don't think Katie Sackhoff gives a very good performance. The the whole pilot, I think. It feels a bit uneven. I think in the it's pilot, that. Yeah, in the pilot. I think, I think it's that she seems too genuinely nice as a person for the character to come off as this gruff. I'm going to be a badass and do this type of stuff. 
thing. Okay, yeah, I, I yeah. get what you mean by that. She like because when she smiles, that's when her performance seems genuine. But when she's doing like, "Come on, I'm a badass. Let's do this type of thing," that doesn't seem very genuine. I think she's Maybe the only. We need act- a we need a brunette. <laughs> there are a lot we of blondes. Need- yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we're but, like, but- we need like an Angelina Jolie. <laughs> But I think everyone else, and I, but I think the only reason that her performance stands out is because everyone else gives a great performance. It's a really great, uh, well, yeah, they've got a great cast going on. Yeah. 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 And like, and I know that like Edward James almost isn't going at a hundred, but even when he's like just cruising, he's great in the show. Like he's just like a pleasure just to watch a master of his craft. There's more character in his face alone than most people will achieve in their entire lives. That's true. He has a lot of personality just by like looking at a page, a piece of paper or something. (laughs) Yeah. I kind of like, he's got a face for acting for sure. Oh yeah. 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 I kind of like there. There's a moment somewhere where they had the, uh, both, um, Lee and, uh, uh, Commander Adama's face is lit in such a way where you could see that they both had really blue eyes. Mm. And I was like, that's kind of cool that they that's like have neat. this yeah. physical trait to share that like kind of allows them to seem more like father and son. Yeah, yeah. I think it's great. Yeah, there's a lot of little touches here and there like that. It's just great. Yeah. Uh, does anyone know why um, Starbuck has a picture of her passed away? I think his name was Zach. Yeah. But then it, on the other folded side of the photo has Lee. Like, um, it's weird because it it looks like a couple brothers photo. And yeah, I but guess it, he it's was like just clear. third wheeling it that day. <laughs> but she didn't. She didn't have but a also, picture of just. It, it just felt like it was a very important. I don't even know if it is important. It just caught my attention when she unfolded it and like Lee is on the other side of her in the well, photo. Well, to to me, it's the fact that she kind of feels the same way that what's uh apollo feels about his dad he kind of feels like maybe apollo abandoned her like his brother died and he never called he never because she hadn't seen him in a long time you know what i mean that's true and, At and the now beginning, and now she's pretty had, cold toward lee yeah. as well and now that they have the bond again that she's like okay he's kind of like my brother again you know like a yeah friend. i guess i'm just wondering why she had a photo that was like the three well that, why the picture exists in that way well, at okay all, and the other part <laughs> that we uh the other part that we skimmed over is that between part one and two there is a, a death scare where lee adama is thought to be dead by yeah. both yes. uh by both uh, Starbuck and yes. Commander Adama. And I think that's Which allows them to repair are... the relationships a little bit. Yeah. There's so much going on in this week. Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> it is three hours. Granted, it's three Even hours. Even with the three hours, time. there is a dense amount of characters. We haven't even touched on the really cool mechanic guy who runs the whole mechanic department. I love Tyrell. That guy's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that is a good character. I do like. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. yeah and, I, and I like that he, he, like, they're in a, he's in a relationship with Boomer. Uh, like it's, it's great. I, I love, it's like, like you could tell how much they all thought about how these characters should interact and live in this world together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not, it's like compare this to like the, I don't want to like necessarily shit on Star Trek, but compare this to like the pilot of TNG where you're like, wait a minute, how could they've never met? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Why would sure, they? Sure. <laughs> like, yeah. They put a lot of thought into how characters interact and relate to each other. Yeah. And what their histories might be like and why they act the way they do. and what their stubbornnesses arise out of. I feel like it's like really well thought out 
Uh, and which gives them a lot of believability as they rush through a lot of stuff because they have to. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, (laughs) that's true. uh, Well, since you brought up TNG as like a comparison point, like there are a couple of like points of difference that you can point to like mm -hmm, in comparison mm -hmm. to TNG. Like, well, I I guess this is a kind of fun exercise for us in particular, just because we are, um, have come into this off of a Star Trek podcast, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and so, like, since we've been watching so much TNG, and what's funny is that, like, since I had seen BSG first, like, long ago before I started TNG, I had mm-hmm. kind of forgotten how harsh and cruel and awful things were for the BSG, <laughs> like, crew and cast. Like yeah. how dire everything was and how everyone's fucking dying. There's, there's a they, fire. We have to, we have to like, evacuate. We have to make decisions it. that fucking kill people all the time. They have to do the Titanic thing where they close the doors and then the, the fucking eject everybody. And we have to <laughs> jump away from the people who can't keep up with us and leave oh them my for God, the Cylons. Yeah. yeah we, we, missed, we skip over the part where like the, the president had saved all the civilians and sort of gathered them in one spot. And then they realize the Cylon just spotted them. So they're like, uh, should we leave now? And then they all agree. Yeah, we should leave now. Anyone who's faster than light travel capable, let's leave now. And it's a brutal decision, but it turns out it's correct. Cause the moment yeah. they leave, <laughs> everyone else dies and they had no time to transfer people over. Like, it yeah, just- it's, it's gnarly, like, Hey, like harrowing stuff. And I, I was like, while watching this I was like, damn, I forgot how like, horrible this beginning is for these people yeah um nobody so, gets to make a clean decision everyone has to make like really tough decisions that cause huge sacrifices and it's yeah it's so it's a, like it's you, you go from yeah. tng where they're like in a post-scarcity society where you can replicate anything and everything's plentiful and like there's no money like well, unless you want it yeah and and then you compare that to the entire human race, you know, eradicated down to 50K it, with no home planet anymore. But this is why Deep Space Nine is better than TNG. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, it, it also, since it starts our heroes on like the back foot, it also reminds me a bit of like Eva or oh, Evangelion. Yeah. 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 Where it's yeah, like yeah, you are yeah. always short on resources. Humans and are always the underdog. There is, there is no. Yeah, like, and the best we can do is a piece of shit. And we put and every, everything yeah. into it. And yeah. every every new encounter requires a brand new strategy. Like they are exactly. not, they don't have a protocol. They just are making. Yeah, we're it just by, scrabbling by together <laughs> solutions wherever <laughs> yeah. the fuck we can. And by I, the skin I like of their that. teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very desperate feeling show. Yeah, uh, and, especially uh, since like, and I love that. Like, you could have easily gone the. Uh, we already brought up Independence Day. What's the what's the director of that fucking um, Rennie Harlan? Nope. <laughs> was it was the, was the name of the independent Roland Emmerich. Roland, Roland Emmerich. Emmerich, right? So Roland mm-hmm. Emmerich. Imagine if Roland Emmerich directed this. The way he would direct the Cylons destroying humanity was he would have like a thirty-minute-long sequence of just showing cities exploding and right. ships being exploded and colonies exploding for like a long time, like an Independence Day or any pretty much any movie he's made. <laughs> but mm-hmm. like Battlestar Galactica, I it, it's probably partially for. Uh, budget reasons but they intentionally don't show a lot of the damage like right. they just show people being scared they just show people reacting to it you know mm-hmm. so that you're not in the destruction you're like reacting to news of the destruction which makes it seem like surreal you're kind of being like 
oh my God, this, is that really happening? <laughs> the same way they're feeling it on the Battlestar. They're like, right, right. Really? Caprica's gone? How is that possible? Like, you know, like no one. And I think it's an interesting tone how everyone responds shocked, but not surprised. I think everyone responds as if like, oh my God, it finally happened. Like, like I don't think anyone yeah. has like uh, a response of like, how could that have happened? That's fucking crazy. That's to be impossible. Yeah. People it implies more- that they've always considered Cylons an existential threat. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like a Cold War thing where they're kind of like, oh, the nukes finally did so, go huh? off. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of <laughs> ends up feeling a bit like that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's fascinating how that's how they decide to approach it. And it it turns it from at the – it, it is like a very whiplashy thing because I do think they imagine that sci-fi viewers at the beginning and they kind of play into the tone of it where they're like, yeah, you know, we're – uh, Battlestar is a galactic is a museum and everyone's doing well. And, you know, we're just going to have like this little speech and all that stuff. I, and I will you, say though that uh, <laughs> the one time it started to get a little comical, how like much they're like twisting the knife in all this tragedy is that little girl. Oh yeah. yeah, 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 they, yeah. They, they hold on her for like 30 <laughs> seconds. It's like, I'm going to go do all this stuff with my parents who are no longer alive. And now her, her <laughs> I okay. I thought that was a little gratuitous when the page turns around and goes. By the way, that little girl <laughs> you just talked to today is on one of those ships. I just thought you should know. <laughs> but like, the thing is, he didn't even give it with that tone. It's no, no, exactly. Like, but yeah, that's like that. But that's like, why else would you write that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, why else would you write that? But the way he delivers it does not carry that energy at all, and that's why it made me laugh. Yeah, yeah. He's just saying it very like, plainly. What was that for? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't even feel like it. Doesn't even feel like you believed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know, it's. But it's ultimately the right decision because if they didn't do that, they actually would have all been wiped out. Okay, so uh, did anyone happen to notice that the engineering chief, Tyrrell's first name? No. His name is Galen. (laughs) Galen. Is that where you got it from, Ricardo? (laughs) Ricardo, did you start calling Guinan Galen because of Galen Terrell? Probably, dude. Probably. <laughs> Here's the thing is that there's a bunch of names in here and the old noggin. <laughs> and it, I can't keep new information. All I have is old information. <laughs> <laughs> so Everything's recycled. Like, yeah. <laughs> I knows what yeah, I know. Like I, I don't think I realized prior to like starting up recording this uh, podcast with you, Ricardo, that you had seen BSG and thought it was, uh, yeah, and you liked it a lot. So yeah, yeah, no, it, yeah, it, it makes sense now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I and it's funny before we start recording, my wife and I were talking about BSG and and how like we were satisfied with the ending, like we were very satisfied, like interesting beyond okay. like. And, and it's funny because this and Lost came out at the same time, mm-hmm. and it was totally two different, like totally different experiences. That's so uh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Mm. All I anyway. know about the ending because so. I I remember Dan told me something about the ending a long time ago, but I don't remember the details anymore. All I know now for sure. I think I did just spoil it in as explicit detail as I could at the time, but like. Yeah, but I I don't remember the details anymore. All I remember is that it was not well received. Yes, it definitely wasn't well received. And Dan would even go as far to say when he told people to watch Battlestar Galactica, watch everything but the final episode. (laughs) Oh, no, I I love the final episode. (laughs) I think that's. I don't know if I if I said that. There might be something that Pat from from Castle Super. I feel like you said, said that before. A lot. I, like, I think I might have said like that last season definitely like 
feels a little bad for me. Mm. Like I'm, I'm pretty far away from it now. And I, I, my feel like my that whole season. Wow. My grasp mm. of it is, is pretty much gone. But like, well, I remember in terms of feelings and sentiments is that like by the last season, I was like, I am so fucking sick of this song. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I'll say about that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, okay. So I have to ask, uh, Sarah, would you, would you, um, what's the name of the show? What's the name of the show? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> I said again, Dan, you asked Sorry. All right. right. Okay, Sarah. Tuned. Would you stay tuned? Yes, I would stay tuned. Definitely. Nice. But uh, I have. Oh, but. No, 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 no. No, but? no buts. Yes or no, dude? But, but. Oh, big buts. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yes. Yes, I would absolutely stay tuned. I, what I, liked most about this was okay there's a couple issues i had that that didn't really sell it for me in in this initial pilot that being the relationship between apollo lee and his dad i'm mm. not sure that wasn't like a huge um draw for me i get that there's daddy issues and there's mm-hmm. issues around his brother dying mm-hmm. and who's responsible for that, which also we touched on that we learned that Starbuck actually passed. Oh, yeah. Him. Yeah, we didn't even say that earlier. Yeah, yeah. part so, of it so, is actually her fault, too. Yeah, yeah so right. so I, I yeah. so I would say it's it's a little bit of everybody's fault. I feel it, like it everybody let like him down. It a little down. bit of everybody's yeah. fault. The whole system yeah. kind of let Zach down. Yeah. So yeah. Sort of. Yeah, yeah and, and that Turns sucks. out Zach is fucking yeah. Zach Morris, dude. Twist. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's nice. <laughs> And Damn that sucks. And I feel I feel <laughs> very bad about that. I, I think it sucks, and that's super believable. Um, I just don't mm. know if I'm super hooked in on Adama and Lee's relationship and what's going on there. Like that was pretty mm. weak for me in the pilot. Mm-hmm. Okay, but again, there's so many that's other that's really totally strong yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. Like the way their relationship plays out in the pilot episodes are just a weaker storyline for I mean like given how much is going on there's going to be something that's yeah, not a home yeah, run yeah. so you know but I'm sure that gets super interesting maybe in the future it has potential mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. sure I'd say the um, one relationship yeah. for me that was kind of out of left field and I thought was really corny was the uh, Billy Duella yeah and then yeah I was like what the fuck oh, <laughs> Billy I was like that's a little much yeah uh, and kind of weird uh but whatever and and I think I was also sort of annoyed that that was the catalyst for Adama changing his mind and mm. you know but I like there's like there's very little that's like to criticize about the episode I think it's like yeah. really well yeah. done like and I, <laughs> yeah. I think I still think that all the acting is really great yeah the, yeah. the twists and turns uh, this these pilots for me have characteristics of what I look for in a pilot to continue watching like lots mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. little twists and turns. You have a ton of character building and world building, but also cliffhangers, so to say that keep you wanting to tune in because mm. the last couple moments of this episode definitely did that for me where we find out, Oh my God, boomer is a Cylon. What? Yeah. What? Is she a sleeper Cylon? It's Does funny. she know could, she's a Cylon? Could, could, remember Sarah, yeah, you and I, the whole, so remember, Sarah, the whole episode, you and I were talking, we we're like, I feel like there's got to be a Cylon on board already. I wonder who it is. And we kept speculating who it was, and we were uh-huh. both wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it becomes a, a, it becomes a fun game of 
who's the bad guy? Who's the Cylon? You know, you're looking at everyone sideways, looking at everyone's behavior. All right. And the show does a really good job of peppering in little things that make you suspicious. Yeah. Yeah. I got a question for for Marvin and Sarah because they're the ones who haven't seen it. In Mm. your hearts currently, what's the first name that pops in your head when, when I ask you, who is the person who left that piece of paper that says there are 12 Cylon models? Uh, number six. I think it is a uh, scientist man, Gaius. Gaius. <laughs> oh my God, Marvin. You're I'm really, really bad at name pronunciation. Gaius. I think, I think, I think it's because the way name recall Adamus. works for me is yeah. the name appears in my head, but not oh, with the pronunciation. Oh, yeah, it's oh, text. How, how, how the I, tables have turned, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How no, the I know. tables have turned. <laughs> the tables have really turned in this episode. But, Marvin but, but I think it's Gaius. I feel like it's Gaius. Yeah. Uh, uh, I thought, yeah, okay. I definitely think number six because I feel like she's in a weird way trying to help the human race. And I don't know. I my yeah, first initial impression is number six. Yeah, I, number six. you get some sort of impression from number six that it's like, yes, she's doing what the Cylons are supposed to be doing, but she has conflicting reasons because she actually likes Gaius and wants Gaius. him to. Oh, Gaius. Gaius. Oh, Gaius. oh boy, Gaius. <laughs> and, <laughs> Uh, wants he she okay, wants him. Ricardo, <laughs> she wants him to love her, which but I think is really fun because it's just a little off. It's not a complete <laughs> off the wall free association uh, thing. I think, yeah, I think like he, she wants Gaius to love her, which I think is really interesting. Um, yeah. And I think he's incapable of that, which is why she's attached and trying to get it to work. I have also a, a wider question. There's a topic that's covered in. Battlestar Galactica, and I was doing some research online, and one of the main topics is about what it means to be human. And I just want to read this brief little paragraph that I think captures my thoughts while watching this pilot. And it's something that I think about all the time, honestly. Um, Okay. So the major question that runs throughout the series of Battlestar Galactica is, are you alive? Are the first words spoken in the series mm. from number six to a human to a human is simply mm-hmm. being alive, being human, not according to Adama. The Galactica is being decommissioned at the start of the series. It's old. It's outdated. The commander is old. The war between the Cylons and the humans is only remembered by the old. It's something for the history textbooks and museums for the young. Adama is a member of the old guard. He does not think people should forget the threats of the past and the threat of the past sins. During the Galactica's decommissioning, he speaks of how humans fought for their survival against the Cylons, but reminded those in attendance that they never asked why they were worth saving. Why do humans need to survive? He reminds his audience that humans still commit murder because of greed, spite, jealousy. And that humans still put all of their sins upon their children. You know, like, I guess that's what this person's trying to say. According to Adama, humans decided to play God, create life, and that and that life turned against them. Those children turned against them. And so I think this is a wider theme. Something that I think about all the time is, do humans need to survive? What What is, what is the core topic here that, I, I mean, I guess I'm just trying to say that Battlescar... Battlestar Galactica is clearly touching upon human race, what it means to be human. Do we, should we stay here? There's only 50,000 of us left. There's a lot of arguments going each way. 
on should we continue to populate the race? Are we done? Is this it? Is this the end? Um, I think so I it's, just, yeah. I think it's, I think the thesis of it, especially with the way Captain, Captain Adamas talks about it is that it's not enough to just live. You need to have a goal or some sort of purpose in mind. And that's why he posits the earth idea because he's like, I don't want to just survive. I want to give people a reason to survive. And I think that's why he well, thinks. Well, I think in his mind, like that is inherent to survival. Having something to live for is actually a requirement for survival. I it's think not that surviving asking... alone will be insufficient. It's that they can't survive without that. But I think. Extra. I think it's. I think it's cyclical. I think he also thinks that's what makes survival worth it. Yeah. Is that yeah? He's also asking why are we worth that's fair. surviving as humans? And maybe the show will show us that through the characters. Through like why why are we going through all this trouble in the first place, right? Like why are we fighting so hard to save ourselves when it maybe feels like our time is up? Another genre that often asks this question is zombie apocalypse. Yeah, exactly. Mm. But yeah. at the end of the day, right? Humans always put themselves on the other side. We've come through. We've made it. And I wonder what Battlestar Galactica will show us in this series to say that we should survive. We should keep going. We should try to continue as a human race, yeah. even though it's looking very bleak at the moment. So I'm, I'm very interested in what continuing to watch the series to find out why that is, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think what the, the, the button he wants to put on it, the captain is that, or the commander, I guess he's the commander is the commander. that it's like, there's a visceral need to survive. Like people are obviously doing things because they need, they from like a fight or flight perspective. Like, like instinct to, has told them. Yeah, to. instinct has told them to survive. But he's saying that won't be enough, and that isn't enough to make it worth it. We need to like have an overall goal for humanity because otherwise, why are we doing it? I think. Um, so, I, so I think that's what his thesis on it is, and I think that's why the president also sort of respects him for it. And gives him command of the military and goes, yeah, if that's your point of view, you should take control of the military. That should be your. your and I think that um, having with Rosalind, too, she's diagnosed with cancer. So, I mean, you're talking about even yeah. more of a reason to like, why the fuck don't I just lay down and give up at this moment? I mean, or you could look at it the other way is I got nothing left to lose. Either yeah. or. So, she does bring up like she's always like she, she there was a, a, a conversation she had where she was like, you know, Humanity is essentially about to die, and all I can keep thinking about is that I have cancer and I'm about to die. Yes. And it's like, it's really. And I love yeah. that this show touches on that because everybody, it's not just her character. They also touch on it on a couple other characters where they're, uh, Gaius too, where he's like, I think he also is thinking about having sex and doing his own thing and, and not really the repercussions yeah. of his actions outside of his own world. And I think that's really fascinating because I really do think that's how humans operate at the end of the day is I think I have you ever heard that phrase that like nobody is really ever thinking about you like we're so paranoid about what other people are what other people think about us or perceive about us but in reality most people just think about themselves all day. So it, mm. it's not we're not Say that again. Um, Say that again. Repeat that again. There's a phrase to kind of help people who have trouble around how others perceive them. And it's kind of like a, a phrase that says that, you know, people are often not thinking about 
other people as much as they're thinking about themselves. Like it's, it's not, there, there's a paranoia for people who have like social anxieties around meeting new people or being in a space with a lot of people where they think like, oh, what is Ricardo thinking about me? What is Dan thinking about me? What is Marvin thinking about me? When in reality, Ricardo and Dan are thinking about their lives and their own day and they're not giving a second thought to you as much as your mind confabulates yeah. it to be. Yes. Like, you know, like you make it into like this mountain of like, oh my God, they noticed that like I have my hair is messed up and oh my God, oh my God, I'm freaking right. out. And it's like, actually, no, people are actually not thinking about you as much as you think they are. Right. <laughs> and this touches on that. Like it says, well, and she's her, talking about like, I'm all I can think about is I have cancer and this. And her aide responds to, like, yeah. well, that doesn't mean you're a bad person. That means you're a human. And I, yes. and I, and I think that's a good summation of how we're viewing it is that like you have these insecurities and you think you're focusing on the wrong things but you're just a human uh everyone's in a different context and you're still trying to do the right thing the president is still trying to do the right thing what she thinks is the right thing despite being so distracted by her own terminal cancer diagnosis like by the story she's gonna die uh i would not be surprised if she doesn't if she you know dies somewhat in the middle or even early in the series you know given the fact that she has cancer so and it was terminal. So I don't um, know. Walter White lasted a little bit. Yeah, he did. Uh, the, the, but this, this is true. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to say anything about don't say anything. spoilers. Don't say anything. Exactly. Exactly. And so. to touch on the Star Trek aspect of this, since we are, we do also do a Star Trek podcast, I can, which I can't help to make comparisons. Yeah, it to. invites comparison. Yeah, yeah. So, Battlestar Galactica feels like a much cooler, <laughs> rougher, <laughs> dangerous, like world. Okay, we're finally at the moment that I was kind of hoping we yeah. get to when we yeah. when we saw BSG because like, like every yeah. time we were we would discuss like something on TNG where it said I wish characters got into fights more yeah. I wish people would you know crew would <laughs> fight with each other and I wish there was more complications uh, yes. with relationships and sexiness and it's all here yeah, yeah. Well, it's all here and yeah. well I well think, I will say is yeah so Ronald Moore before he worked on Bowser Ronald, Ronald D. Ronald Moore. D. Ronald, Moore. Yeah, Ronald on, D. Moore. Technically, yeah, the, Moore. the D sounds for Dowel, apparently. The, uh, the D is silent, Dowell. dude. Like <laughs> Ronald's on Dowels. Ronald Big D Moore. <laughs> he worked on Voyager and before that worked on Deep Space Nine. Sure did. And Deep Space yep. Nine is like if Battlestar Galactica wasn't about a war. Okay. He also worked on That's TNG. Oh, we'll see. He also did work on TNG. Yes. Yes. Um, um, I just, I, I think this world is really, it's really cool. And it also feels like a precursor, like where TNG might be. I know we're talking about time and timelines are all fucked up and weird. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, maybe yeah. we could think about it as like TNG is like way ahead where like this is somewhere in between like where we are now in 2023 and like technology we can do space stuff we can have yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of stuff but we're um, not as far as like like warp travel for them is really difficult and yeah it's a that's deal. the thing i think yeah, you can gauge it, it like nothing i think you have can, to like you wind can, it up and everything i think you can yeah. gauge it by their ability to warp because in tng they just they're warping all the time it's a no big yeah. deal uh in, in battlestar galactica it's like it's like we okay, need to get there faster go four uh, times the speed of light you now. need to sort of yeah, do all the calculations <laughs> and then when they do it it's always a big event they do the the jaws camera zoom effect and 
everyone is really disoriented by it and they clearly don't have inertial dampeners for when they have to yeah. go and warp uh or I don't see it that way where it's like oh TNG is in the future. I see it more as it's a it's two parallels that are that are it's a different side of the prism basically. Like mm. yeah, so TNG's yeah. T- TNG's a p- uh, optimistic view of the future. Yeah, where, yeah, yeah. Where this is a realist <laughs> view of the future. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, yeah. This um, this feels more realistic. That TNG is said. assuming everything goes perfectly yeah. according to yeah. plan somehow yeah. Yeah. <laughs> after World War Three. After World that War Three, yeah. that being said, <laughs> I think I think I'd rather be in Battlestar Galactica's. I'd rather be on Battlestar Galactica than the Enterprise. No, I yeah, I would really? not. No, one hundred percent. I would one hundred percent. I would. Why yeah. would you want to be on a ship that's in the verge of being destroyed at all times versus the world no, of TNG I just, where I, I, everyone lives in utopia? Vibe. No, Yo, it TNG my vibe has a, a holodeck. Better. I want a holodeck. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, okay, I just, if, I'm you're more t- if you're talking, to it. if you're talking about actual like comfort of living tng by a mile <laughs> well no that's that, not that, how that, i that's define not life though yeah. that's not how i define life well their life is life. about to die at all times <laughs> that's not that's not life either. i i fi- i just i'm more drawn to the world i could see myself if i had to pick i would definitely like if someone was like either you got teleported to enterprise or you get teleported to Balascar, it, Galactica, i would pick it's Galactica. no you wouldn't it, it's like <laughs> I would. it's, I you, would, you would not choose Battlestar Galactica and almost die I won, all the time. I but how, are, how are you ever going to meet and make out with Riker? Yeah, it is. Um, that's okay. Like There's Riker, other... not Jonathan Frakes, but Riker. I'll take <laughs> yeah. I'll take Adama, old Adama. Well, well here, here's <laughs> okay, the thing. Fine. Here's a, here's the thing with that is that it's like the the way I'm interpreting it and seeing it is that I get asked this a lot by like a, one specific friend where she's like. What would you do if you won, like, you know, the billion dollar lottery, the mega millions or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. You win one billion dollar, what do you do? And I'm like, uh, probably help as many people as I can and still do what I do. Like, I mm. wouldn't change a thing. I just, mm-hmm. I, you'd have this, uh, you'd have the ability to help people that you can't help right now. That's basically it. And she's like, oh, no, I'd move to the beach and like do nothing. I wouldn't work and nothing. And I'm like, well, to me, that doesn't, then there's no meaning to life then. Yeah. Like, there's no, there's there's nothing you're working towards there's nothing you're not bettering yourself like you're or not your helping community. anybody and yeah. he's like and 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 she was she's like yeah just just retire by the beach buy different beach properties and then help yeah. help my family and i'm like yeah no nah, that's like to me like i'd rather be in the galactica and like serve something than yeah. than just explore shit yeah, I I feel you. I'm with you. I'm on the same page. I'm so Ricardo. not for that at all. <laughs> I am I'm like, why would we intentionally put ourselves in hardship when? I mean, like, granted, TNG is not all sunny roses either. No, yeah, like, yeah, it's, yeah, like, it's all yeah. also in danger a lot. But, but I can in, make in food between. out of thin air. <laughs> exactly. You got a replicator. You got a holodeck. You got some quarters. It's not. That I hear bad. a lot of. I hear a lot of eyes in your statement, Marvin. <laughs> Well, because you don't want to come with me, so you wouldn't. No, I'm just saying. What I'm just saying is, I I really want to help. I would. I, I'm drawn. I, I hear to a lot of your statement too. Exactly. <laughs> that's true. That's true. And also, I, t- I want to help uh, others. Like that's kind of like my. That's my assuming thing. TNG doesn't have people who help others. That's absurd. Yeah, yeah. they're, yeah, they're Ubers. Like, <laughs> you, you, you don't have and, to and be that. suffering to help others they're, they're, or to be helpful. Nah, that's like that's like the that's like those people who claim that artists need to suffer to make good art. I think that's bullshit i don't think they do hitchcock no. never suffered he made great art <laughs> like it's i don't think that's i, I'm just I don't saying i'd I don't. rather <laughs> fight for uh the fight fee- feels 
there's a a very a very real fight and fight for life here and that appeals to me more like that that burns a fire in within me where like we're on the enterprise it seems a little bit less inspiring for me but, okay. but on, that on the other side, i can totally side, get on, i like you on, i like that you put it that way on the yeah. other side on the flip side of this is that they have holodecks so Holodicks are cool. They have holodecks. They, they have replicators. Are pretty, yeah. pretty pretty hey, We don't know. Yeah. This is just the pilot of VSG. We don't know what what technology brings. Spoiler the alerts: There are no episodes. replicators. Yeah, they don't have no replicators. It's okay. Yeah. They give you fake ice cream. I don't need that. So I, mean, I want the real thing. You can get um, the real thing. Yeah, so, at Battlestar Galactica. So no, I, TNG we'll too. I, I I continued to watch it, so I did stay tuned. Right. Yeah. 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 I was our. I, I already stayed tuned. Yeah. Way uh, back when. How many seasons is it? Is it four mm. or five? I think it was like think three it. seasons. I think only um, three. Yeah, because I think they they wrapped up um, how they wanted to uh, in the in the way they wanted to. It was four seasons. It was four seasons. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So oh yeah, they had a middle like movie, and then they had a fourth season. And then they had like a final thing. Yeah, that's what happened. I, mean, I forgot about Razor and the plan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah like, like by then, by then show. I was kind of following along, I think, actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, get, yeah, it's just it got confusing. I guess for my part, I would also stay tuned. I think the major thing is that when I look, start a TV show, because I, I pretty much always want to start a TV show, whether it's serial, episodic or not. I, I want, it's partially why my brain doesn't let me get into how Doctor Who, because you can't actually start from the beginning. <laughs> mm. It's not really possible, but I want, I, I like to know the pilot tells me, Hey, you're in good hands. And a lot of the really good shows I get into, it's like the first episode or so really is like, this is really, really well made. Um, mm. They're probably going to keep this, keep this up probably. Um, so that's why I want to stay tuned. Cause I'm like, this yeah. is super well made and i would love to know how they continue based on this foundation they've just made so i agree with that but it's pretty good but but the wire changed everything for me what the wire changed everything for me that's yeah. interesting we're, we're, wait wait now the like, story for you is that you didn't like the first episode right like i thought it was i thought it was like just okay like i was like this is this is the best show okay. of, on tv ever really and and, and to that that's why I think I give shows more leeway. Like, if, well, the thing is, if, if a I, premise if a premise seems interesting, like just mm-hmm. like you tell me, like, oh, there's there's these these ghouls and they're chasing these other <laughs> ghouls, and I'm like, oh, well, uh, those ghouls look interesting, and I like the, the the filmmaker there. Okay, I'll give I'll give like three. Now I'm I'm like a three episode guy. And then well, to I, me, and The then Wire, uh, it's it has been a while since I seen the first episode of The Wire, but I had the feeling with The Wire that I am in good hands. It's just that I am not seeing the whole picture yet because there's so much going on. That's the feeling I had from The Wire. Where I was like, this is really well made and really thoughtful in the way it's framing things and the mm-hmm. way the characters are told to, to interact or, or set up to interact. And I was like, this is well done. I'm just not getting the whole picture yet. I would like but, to but, continue. But, but had you had it already aired? Had people told you this is the best show ever? But it, I did. I don't really care about that i i think i'm just i wanted to know from the first episode do i feel like i'm in good hands yeah. um primarily i guess i view it more formally because i feel like formally galactica has done really well and the wire formally is a really well shot well thought out show so i i appreciate that if your technical storytelling and your design is really good i feel like i want to keep watching because y- you you did yeah. not waste my time like you know but you valued my time 
you know. on, on, on the same on the same no not it's not even the same it's, it's the flip side of this it's, it's oh. <laughs> like like take for instance like pe- people keep saying oh breaking bad one of the best shows ever right mm-hmm. i watch it i agree it's really fun i gotta keep watching it but it's been a couple weeks i watched the first season mm-hmm. and now i'm like eh. I could I could not watch it ever, and I'll be fine with it. <laughs> Where the wire was like, no, I have to keep watching this. When I got to the third episode, I don't know. It, it's just I guess it's it's also like what what calls to you. Like is it is it like the filmmaking process that calls to you? Is it the stories? Is it the characters? Maybe you're just a character guy or mm. or, or lady. Sorry, um, <laughs> you're just a character person. So you're like, oh, the story may suck now, but like I'm in on these fucking characters. Like I don't give a shit. If oh yeah, there's a lot of stuff where yeah, so, you're like the story's yeah. not great yet, but these that's oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. kind of how I felt about uh the bear. Uh, for a bit, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. I don't really like the the stories they're coming up with, but I like the characters they're starting to build. Mm-hmm. So I want to mm-hmm. stay tuned 100%. for that. That's how okay. I felt about minor spoiler. Stay about, tuned for the bear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's how I felt about like Nip Tuck, where it was like, mm, yeah. oh, I don't know if I'm 100 percent in, but like these characters are interesting, and I want to see more of them. I'll keep watching. Yeah, yeah, and that's how I felt about the Wire too. I'm like, yeah. I was like, I like the way they're setting these guys up. Same for like, because you, because I remember you had said a similar thing about uh, Mad Men. And you're yeah, like, oh, yeah. Mad Men does not have a great pilot. I'm like, yeah. I thought it did because those characters are so strong. That's and that, well, that's that, what kept me watching. As yeah, opposed yeah. To like, 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 there's nothing in it that I'm like, oh man, I totally relate to these got fucking Park Avenue dudes. No, I'm like, they're <laughs> was, a bunch was, of bitches, and I would like yeah. to know why they're like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's that's the way I view it. But so you, all right, all right. So there you go. We would stay tuned. Oh yeah, I would totally stay tuned. I wanted to stay tuned after we finished. I was like, wait a minute, what happens to Boomer? <laughs> like, the, the, to be honest, like the very first episode of the actual show is actually a pretty like good starter for a show too. Oh, they probably, but they probably knew because they're like, we're getting yeah. to start a real show now, a real full yeah. show now. And yeah, but it, kind it, of bring it people opens in with, with like yeah. a gimmick or scenario that is like, this is a problem we need to fucking solve, man. Yeah. You know what too is I think... And, and now that I'm that I'm going back and because and, I, I I deep dove into all these goddamn episodes, is, yeah. is that I think that they did the movie as like a proof of concept to sci-fi, and then and then you they mean this were miniseries. like yeah the, yeah well they did yeah, the, yeah. The, the the pilot as just its own thing. We're like mm. oh let's see if we have enough viewers, and mm-hmm. then we'll do the series. And yeah, I yes, think they were yes. like okay do the series, but like do it so like if people didn't see the fucking two, three hour movie they could get into it and that's why that's a so really well. tough task yeah that's, but but well done it, they, so they, they managed they to make it, it work yeah yeah okay that's interesting because that's that i would be like flustered i would be like how the fuck am i supposed to <laughs> yeah <laughs> make sure and, people are still up to because there was so de- it was such a dense three hours how yeah, the hell and, are we gonna and yeah and i feel like the miniseries makes a good prequel where you're like, oh, well, there's more before that. Oh, got to got to go watch it. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Mm, okay. All right. Well, cool. We did it. I, it seems like BSG is certified tunable. tunable. <laughs> May the tune we can tune into that. We would stay Absolutely. twisted. <laughs> yeah, we can all stay tuned to BSG. So cool. Nice work, everybody. We Follow did. us wherever followers are sold. That was Battlestar Galactica, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, and this was also Would You Stay Tuned? Thank you so much for staying tuned through this. Would <laughs> you stay tuned for more? 
We hope so. <laughs> anyway, if you would like to stay tuned to other things that we do, you can find us at FugitiveFrames.com. It's where you can find all the things that we do, including Newbie Star Trek, which is our other podcast, which is maybe how most of you know who we are. Yeah. Next time we'll do another show. It's going to be great. Yeah. We're going to do we, these We're not a, even sure what other show it would be, but yeah, I mean. Yeah, we're, we're going to do this on like oh. a semi-regular basis. It won't be like as often as we do Newbie Star Trek. Uh, so yeah, it's going to be basically when it strikes our fancy, we'll do a list. Right. It, since it. we don't have like a list of episodes to go through systematically, it's a lot more freeform here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but oh, you know what? Because this was like a Ronald D. Moore pilot, it reminded me of another Ronald D. Moore pilot I have watched before that I think oh. I want you guys to wa- to check out at some point um, because it didn't get made into an actual show. Really? Oh, mm. that would a, be fascinating. I would love to check that out. Yeah. What is so, it? So I need I need to I need to track it down and f- okay, remember okay. what it was named, but it okay, was about gotcha. yeah, it was about magic. Oh. Oh, interesting. Okay. All right. All right. We could do that as like a theoretical would you stay tuned? <laughs> well, yeah, like be, it's it's it it's the sort of thing where we can't stay tuned. It would yeah. actually be fascinating to do would you stay tunes on pilots that fail to create series. Because then yeah, be, we, we would too. have stay tuned or maybe we wouldn't have stay tuned. And you if know, we do know. that, it'd be kind of fun to be like, what would be a good first episode for this? Or like a first, mm. or like a good next episode for this. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's, a, that's a concept. That'll be fun. Yeah. Potential idea in the future. So you should stay tuned. Yeah. Yeah. Dear listeners. We'll Thank see you, you guys. so much for listening. We will see you on the next episode. Would you Catch stay you tuned? Catch you next time. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>